Hello everyone, I'm Jonathan Little. I'm here today with episode 280 of Weekly Poker Hand. I want to thank you for being here with me today. Today we are going over a hand from a very, very high roller event presented by Triton Poker and Party Poker. This was in Montenegro and they are playing 2,000 euro, 4,000 euro with a 4,000 euro big blind ante. So big, 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 big game. Players are playing 400 480,000 euros deep, roughly, so they can play big pots if they feel inclined. And Tan Zwan, probably maybe messing up his name, I apologize. I'm calling him Tan. Tan raises with seven six of spades under the gun plus two, which is perfectly fine and standard. And then Tony G gets ace jack offsuit in the cutoff seat. So this is a Fine hand to play. I would probably just go ahead and three bet this hand and then fold it if I get four bet, assuming Tan plays reasonably. I don't know anything about his strategy at all. If I do three bet here, I'm going to make it something like 36,000, maybe even a little bit bigger, like 40,000, because there is a, that little ante in there. So I think that'd be pretty nice. If you start making it bigger, like 60,000 or 70,000, then when you do get four bet, you're just risking too much. You just lose an additional... 15,000 or so for no real reason. And if you make it smaller, Tan's just not going to fold anything. So if Tan is raising a reasonable range, you don't really mind if he folds out reasonable hands like King-Queen offsuit or 7-6 of spades, right? But if you make it small, like let's say 30,000, he's just going to continue with all of those. So I think something like 40,000 is pretty nice. Tony G is lining up a 3-bet. And uh, well, he makes it 30. So he's going to get called every time. Not a big fan of that for that exact reason. And back around to Tan. I mean, Tan could format if he felt like it, but I think calling is probably just going to be the right play, especially if you don't think Tony G is three-betting preflop all that often. Tony G likes to talk a lot, but in my mind, he's not playing absurdly. Like, he's just playing decently strong cards. And you're going to find that that is a strategy that a lot of relatively talkative players use. Um, Scotty Wynn is a great example of this. When you play with him, it is as if he is in literally every pot, yet he's just talking during every pot and uh, being a presence in every pot, but he's not actually playing every pot. He's playing almost no pots. So in this scenario, Tan does call, and we get an incredibly, incredibly action flop. It comes Jack, eight, five, two spades. So Tony G has top pair, top kicker. And then Tan has a straight and flush draw. So there's probably going to be some fireworks here. Tan checks, as he should with this whole range. Tony G pretty quickly bets 50,000 into the 70,000 pot, which is probably fine. I think you could even go smaller here. You're really, I mean, I understand in this scenario that Tan has the nut draw, but normally they're, you're not so concerned with a lot of the potential draws here because Tan is going to have mostly high cards. And mostly high cards on this board are going to be hands like king-queen or queen-jack or pocket tens. And against a lot of those hands, you don't need much protection. That said, this bet's fine. I don't, I don't have a problem with this. And now, with this 7-6 of spades, Tan has two options. He can either call or raise. And given his draw has essentially no showdown value but a lot of equity, this is a fine hand just to go ahead and put in a raise. I'm a bit of a fan of calling with hands that have showdown value, but equity. Like, say he had ace-eight of spades. Raising it is fine, but in general, 
especially against people who play relatively straightforwardly on the turn, meaning they're just going to let you see the showdown and win with your ace eight for middle pair a lot of the time, or even a hand like ace queen of spades, I'm more inclined to call because you're going to get to the showdown with the best hand a lot of the time. Whereas with hands like seven six of spades, both of which, you know, like ace eight of spades and seven six of spades, both of which have a lot of equity. But with seven six of spades, you have no showdown value. And the problem with check calling is that a lot of time it's going to go check, check on the turn. And then if you miss on the river, if you bet, Tony G is going to call with all of his bluff catchers, which should be an eight or better, which should be a decent amount of his range. So you're going to end up getting called a decent amount of the time in that scenario. So I think I'd rather just go ahead and raise here. If you do get re-raised, it's going to be for all the money. You're playing a million euro pot, which is quite large. But these players came prepared to play. I'm sure they're at least somewhat properly bankrolled, so, you know, you can't be afraid to get it all in, roughly flipping. And as we see here, um, Tan actually has 57% equity, so he's a favorite here of the seven high. <laughs> Doesn't happen too often in No Limit Hold'em, sometimes in PLO, but not too often in No Limit Hold'em, but here we are. So I would have raised here, and I'd probably make it something like 140, Maybe 170 is better just to try to really get fold equity. Because right here, like imagine Tony G does have a hand like Queen Jack. You would rather him fold immediately. Because if he folds immediately, you just win the 120,000 in the pot, right? It, it is worth mentioning that even as a bit of a favorite, if they get it all in, Tan owns, well, 570,000, right? Out of the million pot, roughly. But if he just wins the pot immediately, he gets 120,000. So would you rather have, would you rather put in roughly 500 and get back 570? Or would you rather put in, well, would you rather have less variance and just win the 120? So it, when you put in 500 and get back 570, I know this is rough math, but in that scenario, you win 70,000. And in this scenario, if he raises and gets Tony to fold, a hand like pocket tens even, something like that, uh, you are going to get 120,000. So you make more money. So, you know, I actually don't mind a big raise here, like all in perhaps. Um, I know that is definitely a large bet, but with hands like this, good draws with no showdown value or premium draws with no showdown value, it is perfectly fine just to make big plays like that. You could also jam here with stuff like bottom set if you felt inclined, if you think Tony's going to call it off somewhat wide. That way you're not starting to get way out of balance. And recognize here, you really only have two good spade draws like this that you would play all in. It'd be 10-9 of spades and 7-6 of spades. And that'll allow you to also jam like pocket fives and it'll be close enough to find. Maybe you also have a hand like 10, maybe like queen 10 of spades you could jam as well. Obviously that's relatively few combinations of hands, but I don't think that is such an absurd strategy. Um, because with your draws with no showdown value, you really don't mind um, getting your opponent to fold. And a nice thing about jamming with a low draw, queen high draw, seven high draw, 10 high draw, is that you can get ace high draws to fold every once in a while because now you're not giving them great odds to call. So do that with sets, do that with good draws, and it's probably going to work out well enough. That said, regular size raise is perfectly viable. He does go for 200k. And like right here, notice now, if Tony G does have a hand like ace queen of spades or ace ten of spades, he's just not going to fold. So if he's just not going to fold for that size ever, then a bigger size would probably be better, right? Typically, people are not putting in half of their stack pre-flop. I'm sorry, on the flop with anything they plan on folding. So that is also worth mentioning. Um, so whenever 
Tony G is faced with that scenario. He's he's not loving it, but at the same time, he probably does have the best hand a decent amount of the time. And uh, Tony G does decide to go all in, and Tan makes the call. I mean, he's not folding, and they are off to the races. Let's see if the ace jack holds up. They are playing a 966,000 euro pot. We'll just call it a million euros. It's always nice to be playing million euro pots. I know people get excited about the gigantic dollar values, but recognize that each player put in 125 big blinds. Whenever you're playing for gigantic stakes, you can get a lot of money in the pot. All right, they're dealing with cards. Let's see what is going to happen. Turn is an ace of clubs, which doesn't change much. So Tan needs a spade, a nine, or a four on the river to get there. And he does get the nine. Tony G has a sip of wine. Brutal. <laughs> he actually did just reload before this hand as well. I saw the um, floor person bring you over chips. Sometimes poker just is rough. And whenever it does treat you roughly, recognize this is what you signed up for. Tony G didn't get his money in horribly bad or anything. And uh, well, move on with your life and continue playing the best possible poker that you can. So that's me it for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Weekly Poker Hand. If you did, click like, click subscribe, share it with your friends, and come back next week for another fun episode. I'll talk to you later.